Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Well met, fellow adventurers, once again. We are Sir Crokington, and now we're going to be finishing Proving Grounds 5. So, in the previous one, we defeated the... We defeated what Moraxa had become. And now it's time to go home for the scenario called Home Again, Home Again. Let us begin. A recap of how the previous scenario ended. It is with every heart and together with Iskridar and Prithen that you make your way out of the ruined temple and begin the steep and arduous climb out of the ravine. The three of you exchange no words until at last you stand at the lip of the valley, far above the remains of the temple. Nothing stirs below, but the old tranquility of the scene does little to lighten your mood. Somewhere in the shadows of the ancient crumbling structure, two friends have been left behind, and despite Wundor's parting sentiment, you do not think you will ever see them again. You pray, however, this will not prove true. Well, that's a fix, says Prithen, turning away from the ravine as he adjusts his equipment. The fact, the fact that three of us are still here, together, after all that has transpired, is beyond all fortune. I'll offer my profound thanks again, Sir Crokingham, if I didn't think you were tired of hearing it. You jokingly assure Prithen that you're not as you nod, and he smirks and shakes his head before stepping forward and meeting you in a shoulder cross. Well, again, then again, you have it, he says, laughing. Pity, though, that this whole story is likely to go untold, you know. I mean, who would believe it? And isn't, and isn't for the best, after all. Isn't that for the best, after all? I'd have preferred not to have heard, learned any of it myself. If they haven't yet told, turned our old hall back into a tavern, we at least have that to return to, says Iskridar. I, I remember we left that place in quite a state, but I'd face the demon itself to be back and f- to back in front of old hearth with a flag in hand and nothing to do for a month or two. The voices of your companions, coupled with the gravity of all that has transpired here, Cause a flood of emotion to well up within you. You pray for Wundle and Elaine, silently vow to uphold the banner of the Silver Quest in memory of a departed friend. 
and all that you knew him to stand for. Realising that a long road lies ahead, with no further desire to linger here, you push your thoughts out of your mind and prepare to set off with your companions on the trek home. As the three of you move down the forest path towards the village of Perthstan, curious as to what you might encounter there, your thoughts drift back to Iskar's comment regarding the quest, quest headquarters and the old hearth. This very moment, nothing else sounds quite as good as that. And now, the adventure concludes. The return to the headquarters of the Silver Quest is an event that finds you facing a mix of emotions. On one hand, you resolve to proudly and dutifully accept the post Windor has bequeathed to you, that of the leader of the illustrious band of monster hunters he long ago founded. On the other hand, however, much like your two companions, you are grieved by the absence of Windle, a situation made more difficult by all the things inside the headquarters to remind you of him. Almost immediately upon stepping into the cluttered main room, Issachar becomes convinced that the place has been sacked by thieves. The Pritham only rolls his eyes at the suggestion. Well, if they'd come here, come in here to cart off our loot, says Pritham, as he edges his way past a broken chair by the fireplace. Why? Why wouldn't they make off? Why wouldn't they have taken the troll's head? I mean, the one, one, the one left of the fire. There's not one, no, not to be another one like it anywhere in the realms. There haven't been any thieves in here. You soon learn that Windle spoke with his two companions before you parted company in the temple and asked them to show you to the hidden room at the back of the building. Pritham leads the way, striding up to the wall at the far end of Windle's now your private chamber. Now your private chamber and pushing aside a carefully concealed wooden panel. Eleven you of this place, eh? Sir Crockington asks Iskridar, grinning as he hurries to move ahead of Pritham into the small room beyond the panel. I don't think we've used this place much since you came Came on with us. Go in here, though. For Windows left, left you something he's instructed us to give to you. The three of you gather around a low, oaken table in the middle of the formerly concealed room. Pritham places his hand on a long, plain wooden box, that sits on the edge of the table and slides the curious object over to you. There it is, he says. I've been told something of what it is, what's in it, but I'll, but I'd certainly like to have a look. Go on then, Sir Crockington. With your two companions watching closely, you flip up the thin lid and discover the long wooden box contains a large leather bag. You withdraw the bag and loosen the string that binds it. This is any sort of glowing wing. You're going to have to fight me for it, says Isquidar, grinning. You're not quite sure if he's joking or not. You spill the contents of the leather bag onto the long wooden out into the long wooden box revealing a small platinum coin and three worn leather cases. The coin has been intricately engraved with one side bearing several 
several stars, and the other, what appears to be an island in the sea. It's a platinum star coin, just like those we've been finding on Sangard Island. And admittedly, for most, if you played this in the order they were created, the ones you will find on Sangard Island, and you have no idea about because they haven't been put in the game yet. This small platinum coin is covered with engraved images. One side features seven small engraved stars, while the opposite side bears the intricately engraved image of an island in the midst of a waging sea. Three leather skull cases have been branded with Windows Mark Level Skull Case 1, 2, and 3. This worn le number 1. This worn leather skull case was left to you by Windle in the hidden room in the back of the Silver Quest headquarters. He also left instructions specifying you to, op- op- to open the case in the hidden room. Alright, and it's the same same description for two and three. Windle told Puffin tells you that Windle wanted you to open the scroll cases when you were alone in this very room. Perhaps it's the papers revealing you are the rightful heir to the throne of Tysa, cried Iskatar sarcastically. Imagine that, Queen Sir Crokington. A jest, a simple jest, well. That's all. That's all it is. Then there's that. The three of you leave the chamber. And return to the main room. Hard work lies ahead of us, says Prithen, as he loads up the fireplace with wood and sets sets about making a blaze. I have no doubt, though, that with a bit of grit, and with your sound leadership, of course, Sir Crokington, we'll make white we'll make white of this place and our lots soon enough. Although, as is Qatar, as he stumbles past a large pile of splintered wood. A week or two of nothing at all might be just what we need to get our heads back around it all. You can't find fault with either statement. Continue and receive your reward. Congratulations, Sir Crokington. You've triumphantly completed all the scenarios in the Fifth Proving Grounds event, the Silver Quest was no small feat, and you will now be rewarded for your truly heroic actions. And the... Well, success! Well done, Sir Crokington! You successfully completed this scenario and scored a victory in the current Proven Grounds contest, the Silver Quest. Your victory has been recorded. 8,192 experience to General... And 1,024 experience to all skills and powers. Both very nice. Your final score of 100% places you in the first order of adventurers. The order of the Archmaster Adventurer. Enticing you to a reward of 24 adventurer tokens. Well done, Sir Crokington. And there we go. 24 adventurer tokens. I'll probably figure out something to do with them later. Alright. Now let's go in. 
All right, let's go and check out the Silver Quest headquarters. It's Twithic, explore the city, eastern part, headquarters of the Silver Quest. Speak with them? I don't think we'll ever be quite through it all, said Isquitar, frowning as he shuffles through a box of various odds and ends. I don't think much of this will be any use to anyone. Well, I guess a bit back at it before some distraught client comes bursting in and thinks we're clearing out the old shop. Brithen was busy taking an inventory of all the various weapons he found. Seems to be in a somewhat unpleasant mood. Can't quite fathom why we need all this weaponry, he says, waving his hand at the way of weapons laid out before him. Perhaps we can send this the way of some village militia? No doubt, they're always scrounging for pieces. Some of these are actually quite good. He decides to leave the two men to their work. Particular item may be of use here. Hmm. What could it be? What could be of use here? Alright, um... Hmm, I'm sure... Sure it's something, and I might not even have it yet. Are these etchstone tablets? No. No, I've, 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 I've probably, I've definitely done this before, so. The Finger of Dread? No. Alright. You know what, I'm going to check the wiki. Check the wiki. Uh, I figured it out. So I'm going to show them the bowl of blood. Where in this grand kingdom did you ever find that? Asked Pritham incredulously as he stares wide-eyed at the bowl of blood. I always fancy that to be a myth. You simply never cease to amaze, Sir Quirkington. Attracted by Pritham's genuine and somewhat theoretical theatrical display, of all, Iswitar moves over and takes a look at the bowl. He explains to the fellow members of the quest how you obtained it. You'll need to find the twelve gems that fit into those sockets, says Iswitar, peering closely at the bowl. You need to find the whole dozen before you can use it. At least that's what the legends say. And there are currently no gems in it, because, well, I've got a lot more stuff to do. And it's, it's, it's a lot more stuff to do in the Lords of Oldham test. Maybe that'll be what I do next. Alright. Prithen tells you that Teak, a former member of the Silver Crest, who long ago had a falling out with Windle, was always particularly interested in artefacts like this. I'm not certain I recall it correctly, he says, closing one eye and stroking his chin. Believe I once heard old Teak say he had two of the gem gemstones that fit into the sockets of this this bowl, or so he seemed to think. Still, I'd not wager even a single sliver of gold on that mine. Still, that might just be what we need to get Teak through that door," said Iskridar, pointing to the thick slab of wood that separates the hall. Headquarters from the streets of Twithick. 
You keep that ball safe, Sir Crockington, and I'll see to Teak. You agree with Istricatar's plan of action? Both of your cohorts seem pleased. Would be good to see, see Teak again, says Prithen. In any event, he still owes me a fair bit of gold, but fear not. I wouldn't bring such a thing bring up such a thing straight away. Alright, so yep, that's something to do. Because then, well, I've got to get the ten but ten balls that and a whole load of other things. And I mean a whole load of other things. And then then we'll be able to get Teak back and then there'll be then there'll be more silver questy adventures. Visit the hidden womb. In a small hidden room in the back of the Silver Quest headquarters is where Windle once stored some of the outfit's most valued possessions. The room is now largely empty, save for a small, few simple pieces of furniture and a whack containing some basic weapons. Alright, can I use these scrolls yet? Use? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Because it is also... It just so happens that that there's an item I have to there's this massive leather tome well this large worn leather tome appears very ancient and very heavy it's six encumbrance its leather cover is adorned with glaring skulls stitched in silver thread, set into the cover of the were in a row above the skull are five small impressions. An opaque black gem is set into the first impression. Alright, now I, I okay. I happen to know where I can exchange that for something that's less heavy and also a lot more useful. Okay, I'll just do that now. Alright, this is also, it's in, I think it's Miles Wood. Visit the forest surrounding the village. Deep in the forest to the south of the village of Miles Wood, you discover the overgrown ruins of a large stone structure. The massive stone blocks and thick columns that were once pieces of a mighty fortress lie scattered throughout this section of the wood. Many of the stone pieces are half buried in the earth, and those that remain, the remain exposed, served as weathered, moss-covered reminders of an age long since departed. A thin trail of smoke rises up from somewhere in the midst of the ruins. All right. Oh, there's an observation link. In, look. Oh, well, look. Clicked on Earth and next. Next to one of the protruding stone pieces, you spot a tall anthill. A busy legion of black ants is busy marching in and out of the opening at the top of the mound. Alright. Good job, ants. Good job being ants. Alright, move deeper into the ruins towards the smoke. In the midst of the woods, you come upon a strange sight. A shallow pit has been dug here, 
around which four large pumpkins have been evenly been set. Between each of the bright orange pumpkins is a small mound of earth, on the top of which protrudes a thin, bent stick. Seated before the fire is a tall figure in a red robe, robe, with a drooping hood covering its face. The figure suddenly raises its head and leaps onto its feet, throwing back the hood to reveal a face that causes your heart to skip two beats. It is the broad face of a large cat. Ooh, kitty! Gonna bet it. You recognise the face to be that of a catwalk. Hmm, okay, probably not wanting pets then. A legendary race of humanoid cats. These clever and cool beings are indeed a rare sight on Swift. And immediately wonder what sort of devilry this one is up to. I am Taro Zalhul, Master Warrior. Possessor of nine lives. This is the catawalk as he draws his sword. Your presence here is not desired, human. Be gone at once! Unless you attach no significant value to your life. You sense there is some wicked sorcery in the midst of this mister being performed here. And your sudden arrival has somewhat shaken the catawalk. So I can leave, attack, or just ask what's going on. What's going on here? Yours is not the place to ask anything of me, grumbled the catwalk. Leave now, or you shall soon find yourself made my slave. And I assure you, you would sooner beg for death. I'm going to leave. Yeah, I never leave. Until I get bored. Refuse to leave. The catwalk bounds forward and leaps into the air, flipping head over heels before nimbly landing on the ground in front of you. With no hope of flight from your swift and agile opponent, you'll steel yourself for a brutal fight to the finish against the skilled catwalk warriors. Taro's our hall is the first life of this catwalk. It's got nine of them. Alright, Tower Hall doesn't say what he actually does. Alright, the Master Catamock Warrior unleashes a devastating barrage of strikes, wounding you severely for 24 damage. Alright, he's slain. But he's not going to stay slain because the whole 9 life thing's 4xp. Tower Hall. Collapses to the ground at your feet, and his body is immediately consumed by a blazing fire. Out of the orange flames, much to your dismay, the catamarch warrior re-emerges, his wounds completely healed. I've still eight lives left! This is the defiant catamarch warrior, as he assumes a combat-ready stance. You'll yet serve me as a slave, human. You may instinctively sense that this new incarnation of Tarles Hall is even more formidable than the previous one. With no hope of flight from your swift and agile opponent, you steal yourself for a brutal fight to the finish against the skilled catapult wire. Tarles Hall's second life. Tarles Hall is just being Tarles Hall. Apparently that's all you need to know is Tarles Hall is Tarles Hall. And he's slain. Alright, 5xp. 
consumed by fire and is healthy again. Seven lives net. Alright, here's the third life. I'm, I'm going to go through these quickly. Alright, there was a special, but I forgot to read it. Sorry about that. 6xp. Six lives left. Here's num life number four. Stabity, stabity, stab. It's slain. 6xp. Five lives left. Here's the fifth life. Towser Hall waves his flame, waves his hand, and you're you're engulfed by a wave of flame for twenty damage. Alright, keep alright again for some damage. Slain, six XP, four lives left. Here's life number six. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Tazorway. Tarzar always his hand, you engulfed by a wave of flame for 21 damage and slain. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do a bit of healing first. Still three lives left. Sneers the defiant Catawalk warrior as he assumes a combat-ready stance. You'll yet serve me as a slave, human. You instinctively sense this new incarnation of Tarzan Hull is even more formidable than the previous one. But they're all going to be free plus because I'm doing this way, way later than, than it was originally expected. And being far more powerful than, than anyone could conceivably be when this content was first released. Alright, seventh life. Stabity, 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 stab, stabity, stab. He does, he does the special attacks, 24 damage and slain. Two lives left. Is life number eight, the penultimate life. Now, if I was this cat, once after this, I would run. Completely healed. I've still one life left. One? What? Oh, a bugger. If this cat was smart... Oh, bugger. If I die, I... I die, die. Even if you would then run away. Is what, by all logic, this cat should be doing. But I guess it's just too proud. Too proud to realise... Oh yeah, I could die, die. Like, proper die. Be dead and be dead forever. That would suck. Because then the universe wouldn't have me in it. There'd be no me. And what a poor, sorry excuse for a universe that would be without me in it. With no hope of flight from your swift and agile opponent, you steal yourself for a brutal fight to the finish. And yes, it will actually be a finish this time. 
against the skilled Casquark Warrior. Ninth and final life. Yes, here we go. Do 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 do. And slain, slain forever. Seven XP. Tarzar Hall cries out in anguish and collapses to the ground at your feet. All nine of the formidable, formidable and stupid Catamarock warriors' lives have been spent. He does not rise again. You step back from the corpse as it suddenly bursts into flame. In a matter of a moment, all that remains of Tarzal Hall is a small pile of smoking ash. In the midst of the ashes, you spot something odd. A closer examination reveals it to be a small blue gemstone. The black gem emits a pale blue glow. Might as well pick it up. You reach down and pick up the glowing blue gem. Suddenly, it disappears in a flash of bright flash of blue light. Picking a number. Bonus of 20. 10 from luck, 10 from spirit. Pick now. 28. Your mind is flooded with with random series of images from your nine battles with Tarza Hole. The episode leaves you feeling drained and somehow different. 192 experience to all skills and powers. Alright, now if I had rolled better, slightly better at that, I could have got up to... I could have got up to 512 all skills and powers experience. So it's probably arguably worth it to just redo all those fights just so you can have another roll at this so you can get the 512 which admittedly you have a about a 1 in 5 chance of getting so it's not really that difficult but I'll take it I'll take the 192 all skills and powers experience you stand in the midst of the ruins, the very spot where you encountered and ultimately defeated the Catamarquire, Tawazahol. The circle at which Tawazahol was seated still remains. The four large pumpkins and four mounds of earth surround the fire, which still burns with great intensity. Bent sticks protrude from the top of each mound of earth. It is obvious to you the strange circle around the fire was an attempt by the Catamarch to invoke some sort of magic. You wonder whether you might be able to invoke the magic. Well, might as well try. Attempt to invoke the magic. Please note, to invoke the magic of the circle created by Torazar Hall, you need to possess the skills of Arcanu and Law. You need to possess of magistry of at least 60 in each of these skills. And I have those easy peasy. Seated at the edge of the circle that surrounds the warring fire, you're confident you will be able to invoke its magic. Despite your confidence, you are not certain you should attempt it. Well, might as well attempt to invoke the magic of the circle. After several failed attempts to invoke the magic of the circle, you certainly recall several obscure ancient techniques and apply them to your efforts. The results were immediate and profound. The four large pumpkins quiver, and the bent sticks set into the tops of each mound of earth begin to slowly pivot. A chill wind blows through the ruins, 
the warring fire suddenly dies, leaving in its wake a smouldering heap of ashes. A deep sense of dread comes over you, and you instinctively return to your feet, prepared to face the unexpected. Your eye, your heart leaps into your throat, but out of the corner of your eye you spot a shadowy figure standing next to one of the fallen stone columns. You turn... You turn to face the figure and discover it is the pale, gaunt-faced woman in black robes. She acknowledges you with a slight nod. You're not the one I expected, she says, a soft voice devoid of any emotion. For what purpose have you summoned me? Are you the one who discovered the tome? Bring it forth, so I may see it. Ask her to which tome she's referring to? The world woman shakes her head slowly. You would not need to ask me that if you possessed it, she says. Return here when you have it. Without warning, the strange woman vanishes, and in the fire in the centre of the circle begins again springs to life. I invoke the magic again. Alright, tome, tome. Where where have I got this a tome? Well, there's this massive lever tome. Maybe that. That's definitely a tome. Okay, 64 XP to general. That's a good sign. Ah, there. We have it, she says. A soft, a soft voice, distinctly unsettling, as she extends her white hand towards you. The tome flies out of your hand and flows over to her. She takes hold of the weighty book and gently caresses the worn leather cover. This is the tome of forgotten lore. It requires, she says, returning her gaze to you. It requires the five gems of midnight to be set into its cover to be of any use. It is most fortunate to you that one of them is already in place. For I possess the remaining four. I mean, they. I guess that's convenient. I mean, we could. He could. It could have been a ridiculously long quest. Quest where you have to go to the four corners of the kingdom to find them. But I guess he just wanted to just give you something cool. You're about to ask the strange woman about the gems when she closes her left hand. Only a second later, she uncurls her fingers. To reveal four opaque black gems resting in her palm. She places each of the gems into the four empty impressions on the cover of the tome. Then, after running her hand over the cover once more, the book flies out of her hand and returns to you. It's the Tome of Forgotten Law, which this one has no encumbrance, so it was worth, worth doing that quest just for that. This large, worn, leather tome. It's the fabled tome of forgotten lore. Its thick cover is adorned with a glazing, glaring skull, sketched with a silver thread, set into the co- cover. In a row above the skull are five small impressions, each filled with an opaque black gem of midnight. The lore that once filled this great tome is lost, she says, are unnerving unblinking gaze fixed on you. The empty tape pages contained within its worn covers speak to untold power that awaits the hand of she or he who is capable of restoring it to that which was long ago scattered to the wind.
Before you can even ask a single question, the woman vanishes, leaving you alone in the mist of the ruins. You stare in wonder at the massive tome clutched in your hands. All five impressions on its leather cover now filled with black gems. Leaving the ancient ruins behind, you resume your trek through the forest and soon find yourself on the outskirts of Miles Wood. Now I happen to know where we can get one bit of the tome. And that is to talk to Tally's. Visit Tally's trading post. Visit Tally's at his sock. His cottage. Have some wood wine. Alright. Alright, I'm going to show him that. Alright, what a tome of forgotten lore. Alright. Not there. Okay, maybe it's trading post. Suddenly, Tallies comes washing up to you. Washing up to you. His eyes wide with astonishment as he points to the tome of forgotten lore you're carrying. Where'd you get that? he exclaims. I'm guessing most people go to Tally's. Well, they used to. Go to Tally's on the regular. So I guess everyone's going to... Even if you don't know what the tome of forgotten lore does, eventually you'll pop over to Tally's and go, Oh, it's advanced. Where'd you get that? he exclaims. With your permission, Tally's carefully studies the Tome of Forgotten Law. His eyes are wide as he scours its pages and meticulously studies its cover. That when he finishes, he hands the weighty book back to you and congratulates you on possession of such a valuable artefact. Never thought I'd lay my eyes upon that fable book, he says. You've certainly given me reason to smile this day, Sir Cokington. Right here, just a moment, will you? I've got something that might be of use, just might be of use to you. Tally's returned several minutes later, bearing a warm leather skull which he promptly hands to you. I acquired that many years back. Though I guess I can't now recall exactly where. But it's most certainly connected to that tome of yours. I'd like for you to have it. You thank Tally's and accept the subcourt case. After slipping off one end of the leather container, you move, you move from the case a tattered piece of parchment. As you unfurl the parchment, your pulse begins to waste as you immediately take note of the sinister emblem stitched to the top of it. It is a silver skull, nearly identical to that which adorns the cover of this tome. Suddenly, taking both you and Tally's by surprise, by complete surprise, the scroll vanishes. Tome of Forgotten Law, the Arcanist Ballad, has suddenly appeared within the pages of the ancient tome. You may consult this page, or any of the other pages in the tome, by examining it in a safe location. Wouldn't have expected anything of that sort, says Tallis, shaking his head as he stares at the tome. Well, it certainly is a strange and marvellous piece. Well, if I were you... I'll make sure I never let out of my sight. You again thank Tallies for the scroll, and tell him you plan to keep the tome safe. 
return an item to tallies from for a refund the mossy tabard well I'm not gonna need that anymore because I've switched to Wundle's Crimson Tabard. So return that. I get two I get my two hundred and ten adventurer tokens back. And now I have Alright. I'm using oh, and I'm I'm using the rest of them. Okay, I guess I could get another item from Tally's now. But what? What to get? Let's see, I've got a very good... Good... Oh, wait a minute. Let me have a look at my stabbing weapons. Alright. Shadow Sting. Nah, yeah, nah, I'll just leave. I'll, I'll leave those be. Alright, no, no, no point getting wings, because I've already got very powerful wings. Like the red egg wing. Hmm, where am I, where am I lacking? No, I've got a super neck ornament. Super shield, super armor. Not, not that super helmet. Gauntlets. Gauntlets are pretty mediocre right now. Okay, let's get some hands and the studied. Hmm. I'll get myself some dragon gem gauntlets. Add that. Purchase. Make the purchase. There we are. And equip that. And there we are. Slightly more power. And I just used the ATs I, I got from trading in the Mossy Marauder's Tome. And now all my stats are higher again. Alright, that will do that. Alright. Now, now we'll be able to use those scroll cases. To the city of Trithic we go. Explore the city, eastern part, silver quest, hidden room, leather scroll case. You remove and unfurl the scrolls from all three of the worn leather cases and your pulse begins to waste as you immediately take note of the sinister emblems stitched to the top of each of them, a silver skull that is identical to that which adorns the cover of the Tomb of Forgotten Lore. Suddenly, taking you by surprise, all three scrolls vanish. Poof, poof, poof. Alright, I've got Windows Shadow Magic Lore, Windows Arcane Lore, and Windows Treaties on Weaponry and Swords. Alright, now I can look at... Alright, now to go to a safe place, the Trithic City Gates, I guess. Let's look at this Tome of Forgotten Lore.
Alright, and open the tome. Arcanist Ballad. This, the page, this page of the tome contains an ancient and mysterious verse thought to have long ago been lost to, eight, to ages. By reciting this verse, you can invoke its power. Alright, invoke away. Your eyes wander over the contents of the warm page as the ancient of the ancient tome as you invoke its powerful magic. 4096 experience to Arcania. Alright, Windows Shadow Magic Law. This this page of the tome contains a magical verse transcribed by Windle. The verse seems to pertain to shadow magic. For you are not entirely certain what effect it may have in red. Well, Windle wouldn't have given it to me if it was, you know, harmful. So invoke away. Your eyes wander the contents of the warm page of the ancient tome as you invoke its powerful magic. 16,000... 384 experience to shadow magic. Whew, that's a lot. That is a lot. Of course, you needed all these bonuses back in the past because you didn't store XP. So when you first got, when you got shadow magic in the old time, those big bonuses were the only shadow magic experience you would have. And I'll have to probably catch up with level 70 or so powers. So that that's why you have all these buffs. But now, you've got all these buffs, and you've got the XP from storage, which tends to lean, lean to shadow magic being one of your most, most leveled up powers. Oh well, doesn't matter that much. Uh, Windows Arcane Law. The this page of the tome contains several powerful and cryptic bits of arcane law. By reading this page, you are likely to receive the benefit of this grand wisdom. Invoke away. Your eyes wander over. The contents of the warm page of the ancient tome as you invoke its powerful magic. 3072 experience to divination, conjuration, restoration, destruction, gating, fortification, illusion, elementalism, necromancy, telekinesis, and of course, shadow magic. Ooh, that's a lot of XP. And then, Windows Treacy on Sword and Weaponry and Swords. This tome contains a comprehensive treacy by Windle on all aspects of melee combat involving weapons. Involving weapons, Windle is a master warrior, and great knowledge can be gleaned from what he has to say on the subject Invoke Away. Your eyes wander over the contents of the warm page of the ancient tome, as you invoke its powerful magic. 2,048 experience to weaponry, and 2,048 experience to slashing. Admittedly, after all we've just seen, that doesn't look like a lot. But that's just because 
we've been seeing bigger, much bigger numbers just now. But that's still a lot. Alright, we turn to the table of contents. And that that is it. That is all the parts of the Tome of Forgotten Law. I mean, theoretically, new bits of the Tome could be brought in at any time for any reason or no reason at all. You could just squat, wander down the street and dare you just fall over one of them. But probably not. I mean, it's it's just it seems to have just been been ignored. But it's something that can be brought back in at any time. Just yep, we we have more more parts of the tone. Especially since it's kind of been. Seems like the tone of, of, of attainment seems to have taken over as the magic book. But now we can close the tome. Okay, we should be able to level up some things now, and we can. Well, I'll just pause while I do that. Level up everything that can be leveled up. Alright, everything's leveled up. Shadow magic is now at level 70. Which will, which will help in future events. And I guess, well, this seems like a good, good enough place to stop. So over the next small while, we will be, we will be getting the, getting the bowl of blood with its ten gems. And then we'll be able to... Then we'll be able to to find Teak and reunite the Silver Quest. Well, Sans Windle, because he's busy doing various things. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.